This episode of With Love and Justice for All is brought to you by Bliss Books and Wine. Bliss Books and Wine is an independent black-owned bookstore for wine enthusiasts and book lovers. Listed as one of the black-owned bookstores in America that amplify the best in literature by OprahDaily.com, Bliss Books and Wine is your go-to for all your favorite titles, including ebooks and audiobooks. And when we buy from black-owned businesses, we are helping to create a world of racial equity. When ordering online, use the code 846BOOK for a 10% discount. That's 846-B-O-O-K for a 10% discount at blissbooksandwine.com. In order to advance racial equity, there is work for white people and people of color to do together and separately. The Project Sanctus Affinity Groups provide safe spaces for people to work within their own racial and ethnic groups. Join us every first and third Wednesday of the month at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Zoom for brave, vulnerable conversations and for building culture through engaging embodied practices. For more details and registration, visit ProjectSanctus.com. Exploring the healing and culture-building practices of embodied anti-racism. This is With Love and Justice for All with Reverend Ogan Holder and Reverend Kelly Isola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 74 of With Love and Justice for All, the podcast that is dedicated to having conversations around embodied anti-racism, dismantling oppression, fostering liberation, and discussion around the special challenges that arise as spiritual seekers and spiritual communities. I am Reverend Ogan Holder here with my partner in crime, consciousness and co-creation, Reverend Kelly. Hello, Kelly. Oh, Kelly, you're muted. Come on, Zoom 101. It's, we must be, both must be tired today. <laughs> it's, we, we're having a Friday. Yes. Uh, well, I right. had, I do physical therapy on Wednesdays and Fridays and I have, um, been upping my, you know, I've been introduced to weightlifting and trauma-informed weightlifting, by oh. the way. This it is a thing. Yes, it is. Um, anyway, I've I've been personal best this week. 170 pounds deadlifting and 240 pounds leg press. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Well, congratulations. And so uh, I'm a little tired. Now. You're a little tired. A little <laughs> tired. Brain brain ain't functioning at all. But it's all good. It's all good. Yep. We got you here. Um, glad you're here and glad those of you who are listening are here um, all around the U.S. and around the world in countries like Barbados. That's where I am. Uh, Ukraine. And it's not me listening because I don't even, I don't listen to whole episodes. Ah. So so it's not me. <laughs> it's your wonder. Cool. Uh, Barbados, uh, Ukraine, India, Japan, Ireland, Mexico. Uh, if you too want to join in on the conversation in real time, you can do that as we live stream this recording on Facebook at um, 3 p.m. Eastern-ish um, on Tuesdays and Fridays. And um, you can find us on Facebook to search for Project Sanctus or at Get Our Holy On. And if you want to, you can also leave a voicemail at 413-GET-HOLY, that's 413-438-4659, for those of you without letters on your phone. Um, and you can email us, um, 
at either Ogun, O-G-U-N, or Kelly at projectsanctus.com. Today's episode, we're calling hashtag Florida So White and other headlines. Uh, this is our headlines episode where we um, have some discussions around a few headlines that uh, you might have missed during the course of the week that pertain to uh, the work we do around dismantling oppression. So before we get to those headlines, Kelly's got a few invitations for you. I do, just a couple. And the first one is, you know, our 846 book club is still going on and and you can still join. I mean, there's just a couple of classes left, um, but you can always still join. It's on Tuesday night, 7.30 to 9.30 Eastern. Uh, and you can go to projectsanctus.com and look under 846 Book Club to register. But the exciting, and well, wait, before I get to the exciting news, the book we're working our way through is called American Detox, The Myth of Wellness and How We Can Truly Heal. And it's just, it's taking, the book is just really dense and very, um, you know, it, it brings stuff up and really makes us think and look into the wellness industry, which isn't really making us well, in most cases, it's making us worse because it's we it's rooted in perfectionism and white supremacy and individualism. And so it's about moving, moving beyond that model to really collective care. So the exciting part is that the author of the book, Carrie Kelly, is going to be joining us on the last class, February 7th. Um, very excited about that. Um, she's... Uh, She's been doing this work for decades, um, for a long time. And she, she tells a lot of personal stories of her own um, detoxing from that myth of wellness, the addiction of that. And she's very active in the world uh, in racial justice and, um, um, and you know dismantling white supremacy. So anyway, Carrie is going to be joining us on the last night of class, February 7th. The other... Um, and, and, we, and are we going to have her on the podcast at some point? Yes, too? we are. We just have that same week. She'll be on the podcast, just All right. nailing down go. which which day and time and that kind of thing. So, Holdings. yes, so stay tuned for that as well. Um, we also have a, a, an event coming up, Play Shop, we're calling it, uh, based on Do the Work by W. Kamau Bell and Kate Schatz. Um, and we're doing it and we're going through the book which is an activity book it's an anti-racist activity book it's really not a here read these chapters and we're going to talk about them it's really all activities and we're going to do that on february 11th 18th and 25th from 10 a.m to 1 30 p.m eastern um and we're just gonna we went through the book in the fall we did a, a, a you know five-week series kind of thing um and you there's so much in it. There's so many activities and so many ahas and things to learn and and, and engage with uh, for everybody. Like really helping everybody find their lane in, you know, in doing embodied anti-racism work to dismantle systems of oppression. So again, ProjectSanctus.com. Go under the events. Um, we had an amazing time last time we taught it. People were really engaged. And even if you did it once, come again because. There's a lot, you you can't get through all of it, um, but it's truly an activity book. All righty, um, thank you. Thank you for those invites. I'm excited about um, having a conversation with Kelly. Uh, Carrie, sorry, Kelly, she is a Kelly. You're a Kelly. Yeah, uh, she's a Carrie, I'm a Kelly, but. Kelly. <laughs> so, is it her yeah. last name Carrie, is it Carrie Kelly? Her, 
Yes, her last name yeah, is Kelly. So you're both, so you're both Kellys. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right, right. Just, right. just in the other order. Right. I really should have napped today. Anyways, <laughs> today is uh, we're recording this on January the 27th, and it is International Holocaust Remembrance Day. Um, and it's a day where we um, hold a moment, hopefully, of remembrance and honoring for the mass murder of 6 million Jews um, under the Nazi Germany regime. And it's, it's, it's you know, it's interesting. Um, the last few, I guess, months when, you know, anti-Semitism had been, uh, you know, in the headlines, mm-hmm. especially being conversations being fueled by the, the antics and the rhetoric of people like Kyrie Irving and um, and Kanye West, it, it 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 would seem like not it would seem there is this sort of schism in some places between the Jewish community and the Black community, and you know it's it it strikes me as you would think, given what we've both been through as peoples who have been um, marginalized is, is not the word dehumanized, literally mm-hmm. murdered on mass simply because right. of our or or race and our ethnicity that we would we would we would find some deeper common alliances and and some places right. we do but um but it it's it's something um um I didn't want to necessarily say more about it other than just to point point that out and to point out that uh with every every year they celebrate it there's there's a there's a specific focus and this year there's uh, special emphasis on the victims uh, who were homosexuals, because mm-hmm. part of, if you don't remember, part of the whole part of the whole um, Nazi propaganda or or view was that the Jews were an inferior race, and therefore we needed to wipe them off the face of the earth, and not just Jews, but anyone who was gay, anyone who had some sort of disability. Um, yeah. anyone who was less, less than Aryan perfect, uh, was, yeah. was a, was a lesser, was a lesser form of human. It was particularly embarrassing for them when they held the Olympics in, uh, um, I forget what year it was. And, and the American, the black American track star, I think it was Jesse Owens. He, he won gold. Um, yeah. he kind of showed Nazis and I believe I read somewhere that, you know, Hitler was in attendance and he just walked off in a huff because that really was right. slapping the face for them but but yeah so so here we are on that day and um i will well, also it's the, it's the, Sorry, the, the, yeah so the connection in in case people i mean i know you said it but it's important to understand that the while the the holocaust is yes is jewish uniquely jewish tragedy and you know horror the the um the anti-semitism that that was underneath that um, uh, the Third Reich and Hitler and that all of that Nazi ideology is rooted in um, the racism, you know, yeah. here in the U.S. Um, that same toxic system that uh, exactly. has victimized Black people. Um, just he, they imported it. Um, uh, they did, and they also had their fair share of anti-Blackness. Um, yes. As as well, Nazis yeah. sterilized black uh, black people. They they mm-hmm. also outlawed interracial marriages. Yeah, uh, and um, uh, yeah, 
um, yeah. and things like that. So, so, so they, yeah, they, like I said, they weren't, they weren't a fan of black folk either. Um, no, no, no. Um, so, and talking about it today because it's um, one international Holocaust Remembrance Day and it's anti-Semitism and racism of, you know, white supremacists, both of those, they're on the rise uh, here in the U.S. Uh, yes, they are indeed. And, um, oh, one of the things I forgot to mention earlier is that I will be putting the, we will put the links to these articles in the Facebook comment section of the, of the video feed. And there will also be in the, um, the show notes on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. So yeah, you can go in there and, uh, take a couple deeper dives with the articles that, uh, that we are mentioning. And that one, um, this particular article I'm looking at came out of, uh, came out of, uh, uh the Grio. Um, great 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 website um uh, yeah if you're not if you're not if you don't read those folks often um so speaking of the so so part of the connection to the next story around emphasis being made on those who were killed for being homosexuals we just recently had good old pope francis um coming out and and once again making some Progressive waves. I'm air quoting progressives. Yes. Progressive waves because yeah. Francis talks a good talk, but there's not been any real um, change to church doctrine around issues, Catholic church doctrine yeah. um, at all. Um, but but we got to start somewhere, I suppose. Right. Um, well, I'm drawing, drawing the line between, you know, um, the the say the religious you know, the ideology or, or belief and legal. Yeah. Um, you know, he says that he criticizes anti-gay laws, um, saying being homosexual is not a crime, but not quite willing to go the next step and say that it's also not a sin. <laughs> right. Um, right. And I'm just, I'm like, oh, hey, you're so the, close. The, just the, do it. The journey of a thousand miles begins with a yeah. single step. Yeah. You know, and, and, but again, this is, this is, again, in the context of the Catholic Church and Catholic, Catholic um, uh, dogma and doctrine, this is, this is a pretty huge deal, um, I would, I would say. The industrial complex known as the Catholic Church. <laughs> to your, to your point, it's not a huge enough deal, but, but yeah. at least, at least it is, at least it is, it is something, it is something to say. Yeah that you know um it it i don't i don't know that that for me it's like straddling line between yeah, saying people who are gay are not fundamentally flawed humans i think in some way he's trying to say that without actually coming out and saying that well like there is a quote in in the article and and we're, it's one from the washington post he says uh we are all children of god and god loves us as we are and for the strength that each of us fights for our dignity so it's not, it's, he's saying God loves us all just as we are. And I'm wanting him to say, yeah. including you know, transgender, LGBTQ, you know, all, you know. Well, like you, like you mentioned uh, a couple of seconds ago, he, yeah, he's distinguishing between the sin and the crime. So yeah. one should not, some sins, some shouldn't be criminally prosecuted for. Right. 
right uh is what is what he's saying and it really is you know he's talking to a lot of the countries for which homosexuality is still um illegal on the books some countries it is not reinforced um in some countries it is and many of those countries are predominantly catholic countries in fact here in barbados we actually only recently i think last year or earlier this year or late last year we finally got um what we call um the buggery laws off the books um because technically to be engaged in a homosexual act and um and i think the the uh the implication because there was descriptions of what that meant it it mm. really spoke to gay men um yeah. and but the point is it was still on the books now was something being reinforced re no is our police have police been going around trying to find people engaged um in um trying to find gay people engaged in sex acts no that that wasn't happening however you know it's i i it's like in the u.s and we finally just get like lynching declared a federal or national hate crime yeah. like just last yeah. year <laughs> yeah you know? know um so so yeah so again it's it's it, I, I think it's a very important symbolic gesture of um along the path of creating solidarity with the lgbtq community yeah and i you know i i don't um i mean the the tension you might i can't even imagine if i was you know um if I identified as LGBTQ and, and I love my church and it's a, you know, not every Catholic church is horrid. Um, right. And yet uh, on one hand, and I love my church and, you know, love, you know, at the heart of the Catholic teachings, it's, it is um, really about the heart and really about, you know, doing the work that Jesus did kind of thing. And then at the same time, having, you know, having the Pope or your own, you know, your own priest only going just, you know, still having that little, that space, not even little, but that yeah. space between, um, you just want them to come out and just say it. We all know you you're do. thinking it. You do. And it puts, it's interesting that it puts, you know, legally married gay Catholics in an interesting position, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, because, yeah. because, um, you know, in the U.S. and in other countries where same-sex marriages are are legalized, um, right. it's we're you know folks are not a folks are not silos. So we have um, we have gay folk, trans folk who grew up in the Catholic Church and still consider themselves Catholic, whether they're right. culturally Catholic or actually practicing Catholic. Um, and here's their church saying, you know, who you are is a sin, basically, who you are is a sin. Um, right. And but then there's nothing they can really do about it because the law of the land says you can be legally married. Um, so, so yeah, it's a it's a pickle. It's a pickle for those folks. It's mm -hmm. this. And, and, you know, there's, and I admire folks actually who are in that position who stay within their, their respective churches and spiritual movements um, that, that, that does not 
validate and support who they are. Um, I admire that they're in there to, you know, not necessarily to do the work of changing their their religion or their denomination, but they are in there sort of like in the space of saying, we, this is, we deserve to be in this space too. Um, right. So yeah. in, in and of itself, that, that is a, that is a brave act. Of, it's almost yeah. a, an abolitionist act in a way. Like Absolutely. This, this yeah. I'm not too. invisible. You can't make me go away. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I, and I admire, I, I, on one hand, I admire that. And, you know, also don't blame folks who go like, mm, let's go find, let's go yeah. find a safe space where yep. we don't have to be the object of ridicule, where we don't have to put up with the rhetoric that says who we are, um, right. is not valid. Um, so all that to say is, you know, whichever tact you take for whatever reason, you know, there, there's no wrong answer here. Sometimes you like life's, life's too short not to fight and life's too short to spend your whole life fighting. <laughs> both, well, and I will, the, so yeah. So the, the one thing I want to add before we, before we go to Florida so white is um, <laughs> there is uh, outreach.faith. Uh, outreach.faith is a website that is, it's an LGBTQ Catholic resource. So, mm -hmm. um, so I just, I want people to know that, that it's there. And um, um, if you're someone who, as you said, can stay, you know, and finds a way to navigate through that, that if you don't know about this site and resources, it's there's English and Spanish um, to please go there. And, and for, and for, I also want to make it clear for people listening, if you're, you know, if you're here, the word Catholic or Catholic church, and you find yourself having a serious allergic attack, uh, you know, I would encourage you to go also, and maybe there's a, a call to heal some of your, you know, um, your own prejudices, or it's, you know, there's always more, we know, there's always more to the story. And yeah. there's, um, um, it's not all bad, I guess. No, 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 it's no, no, it's not. No, it's not. Um, I right. don't know that people so, know that there is these kind of resources. So uh, they probably they probably don't. They probably don't. Um, but, but thank you for bringing that to our attention. Uh, shall we go to Florida? Uh, only for a moment. <laughs> I, I can't stay there long. <laughs> we'll only go in conversation. We, we won't actually uh, go. Uh, yes, Florida's so white. So as you might have heard, I would imagine by God. now, uh, Ron DeSantis uh, has decided, the re uh, governor of Florida, decided to ban African-American studies class from Florida high schools yeah the ap course the ap african-american studies class he argues the course violates state law and i quote lacks educational value he says the courses i'll say this again and i'm quoting this is a quote directly from him quote inexplicably contrary to florida law and significantly lacks educational value yeah he 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 said that hashtag florida so white um to be clear like all new ap courses ap american 
African, AP African American Studies is undergoing a rigorous multi-year pilot phase, collecting feedback from teachers, students, scholars, and policymakers. This is from the, uh, the college board. And they they had announced in summer 2022 a pilot program to offer high school students an evidence-based introduction to African American studies that would be launching in 60 high schools across the country. Now, here's the thing. I don't know that any of those high schools were in Florida. I don't know that they were because, you know, but... But good old Ron decided, hey, you know, we're not even going to wait. We just we just going to ban it uh, yes. right right now. Um, and so between that and the quote unquote, don't say gay bill, um, it's like he's trying to turn Florida into like basically the straightest whitest state. Well, it's I mean, it has he that. ever well, I mean, <laughs> has he ever been to Key West? Really? <laughs> Well, so here's the other piece that's really, because this isn't disturbing enough, is that first of all, it's an elective, yes, right? So there's a lot of AP classes that, um, that you know, are, they just have different, you know, required elective, whatever. So this is an elective. There's also AP courses on German culture. He's okay with that one, apparently. You know, and... Um, um and and other and i can't even remember now but there was a, several other courses that um okay so this one no but you're okay with learning german culture and you know uh and other um uh, other uh cultures and you know ethnicities but african american studies is out i don't like yeah florida so white yeah <laughs> Yeah, they 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 trying, they trying. Um, according to NBC News, the College Board is going to revise the course, right? And uh, you know, I guess submit it for approval again. I, well, and it's and it's uh, what is that? You know, when you say revise the course, what exactly? You know, I, I mean, right. I'm okay, because so you're if you're going to take, are you going to make it whiter? If you're going to take out anything that makes white bodies uncomfortable, I don't know what yeah. you're going to be left with. I don't know. Um, the other thing about it, too, is that, um, you know, it's high school. You know, right. you're a junior or senior when you're taking these. We're not talking about, you know, elementary school in his, you know, um, whatever, yeah. stop his, you know, his stop, his stop, woke, stop, stop woke, woke Act. act. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we're not talking about, you know, small children i mean that's just as bad to me and um but these are are um they're high you know older older kids they're yeah you know can choose on their own they know know, 17 18 years old they know how to use google (laughs) yeah yeah like it's not the information it's not like the information isn't accessible but yeah so i mean let's let's be clear what this is um, my opinion is that this is nothing more than political stunting um, yeah. in an effort to demonstrate that he should be elected the next president. This is what this is. He's trying to capture the the scared um, white base that has already been um, frightened by horror stories of CRT. 
um yeah. and and now and now and now this so yes i believe it's a very intentional calculated move for a political gain um and you know he probably doesn't care one way or the other it's just let me let me let me pander let me pander to the to the causes of the culture war that my base is up in arms about it because well, it, it, it makes it makes how is it constitutional though I, I i don't well i mean i don't know i may look like a lawyer but i'm not really one uh -huh. <laughs> You know, it's this is this is the thing. This is the thing with the United States and every state can, you know, in essential make their own laws. I don't think there's a federal law that prohibits um, the teaching of certain subjects or the not teaching of certain subjects. Uh, if there is somebody, please let me know. So states get to decide what they want to yeah. do. And then what happens is someone will sue the state because of this and it'll make its way up to the courts and then maybe all the way to either the state or the national supreme court and then then decisions will be made um that's 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 kind of how the system works people I make know. people make horrible laws and or really good laws and then people sue because of these laws and the the court eventually decides and then in the case of roe v wade uh we, we we build policy around a court decision rather than enshrining it into law and then, yep. you know, the the that that decision, that that quote unquote precedent that we won't touch, uh, gets touched, gets overruled, and and here we are. So so that's happening in Florida, and along the lines of that, um, there's a thing about about teachers being told to remove books from yep. um, from a county in Florida um, that we read. Um, there was a or risk yeah, felony right. persecution. Right. In so, Manatee County, Florida. In, in Manatee County, Florida. Um, an, an unvetted book. Yeah. An unvetted Whatever. meaning. Who's vetting them? Well, I think I think we know who's vetting them. I know. I think we know. <laughs> it's just disturbing. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna raise a you know a couple generations of well, my again, my thing is, my thing is, this is not. This is, it is, yes, it is political stunting. But, but I think, I think maybe what you might have been alluding to earlier that 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 you didn't say was, uh, this is this is that, um, retaliation is so strong a word, but I think that's what it is. It's the, it's scared white bodies um retaliating against what they see as um black folk and queer folk um encroaching into their space having having too many rights and liberties um and 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 it scares them um, well i think what scares me too is uh uh if you don't you know if you don't live in florida and you don't live in if you don't live in Florida, you think, well, this doesn't really apply to me. And if you live in Florida and don't have kids, you're like, well, this doesn't really apply to me. You know, like the AP banning the African-American studies course. Right. And and I would say it absolutely applies to you because 
it's um, you're raising a couple generations of kids that will be leading your country. <laughs> and do I want, you know, uh, people ill-equipped, ill-educated that are not connected to our complete American history um, that are, you know, well, I mean, building we, generations of overtly white supremacists. Yes, yes. And I was going to say, if we want a taste of what that could look like, just look at the MAGA wing of the current Republican Party. Yes. Right. <laughs> They're already there. And it's not pretty. It's not pretty at all. So, so there's that. Yeah. I don't know um, how I could be a teacher in Florida. I know, I know, I know, I know. And, you know, back to the point we were making earlier about, you know, about queer folk in Catholic spaces. Um, yeah. You know, they're, they're there, I believe, for the right reasons to, to not let the entire system be taken over by, uh, by teachers and uh, school board members who want these policies uh, to actually teach the kids. It's an act of defiance um, yeah. in, in, in many ways. Um, so again, I'm very grateful for them and admire their, their fortitude, their resilience, their courage. Uh, you know, I taught in public schools for 10 years and I left mm. for so many lesser reasons than this. Yeah, you know, I just like te teaching is hard. Teaching is hard enough, and that's I mean, and I'm just talking about like just what happens in the classroom, um, and and that was enough to burn me out. I didn't have to deal with this nonsense um, that that so many teachers in states like Texas and Florida have to deal with, and and they still stay. And um, yeah, they're they they're true heroes, and they stay for not they they stay for a pittance of the salary that they deserve and that's yep. that's the whole other thing with it as well well you know it's um it, i uh, i now i forgot what i was even going to say um yeah it happens to the I best know. of us <laughs> I know. it's all good <laughs> we said at the beginning we were tired yeah <sighs> um all right uh one more thing that we felt we should mention uh because as of this time that we are taping i think it is what 10 to 4 east coast time um yeah. on friday the 27th um memphis is uh bracing for the release of the um police footage body cam footage um of when the five memphis officers beat a black man basically to death they beat him and he died uh later um in just just another horrific uh, um, instance of a traffic stop gone wrong and a black man has died. Um, um, the, the, the premise was that there was a um, he was he was um, Tyree Nichols, um, the police officers on the scene said that he they pulled him over because he was driving erratically badly something. Um, the actual police commissioner said the the video doesn't necessarily substantiate that so that's going to be interesting uh, the family's already seen the video and they're like yeah this is um heinous reckless and inhumane is what the uh, uh the police director of memphis calls it um and well and the, what the family is equating it to well i think it's the family and maybe others 
are um, and the family's legal team mm -hmm. are uh, comparing it to the um, the police beating in 1991 of Rodney King. Yes, um, in Los uh, Angeles. Yeah, which was now, if you sorry, if you remember that you saw it. Oh, yeah. That was a brutal beating. That was so a brutal I, beating. Um, and the family's already asking folks to protest yeah. peacefully, not to burn yes. the city to the ground, um, yep. which um, they're, they are bracing for um, as well. To be clear, the five officers um, were um, charged Thursday with murder and other crimes. So, so that happened. What's making this case probably interested in some folks discussion space is that it was a black man who died and all five of the police officers were black. So yeah. when we talk about police brutality, more often in our image, we have white police officers and right. a black or brown victim. Um, and people then go like, see, it's not about race because the police officers were black. So one of the things we want to highlight around this discussion is the fact that police culture itself right. is is teaches uh, brutality, teaches right. um, um, there, there's a there is a racialization to it which police officers can and do internalize and it's and regardless of their race and their ethnicity uh to begin with so you know even when you look back at george floyd's murder all the policemen on the scene there were not white um, right. as as well so so uh, a, a great book to read around this is uh resmond menicum's my grandmother's hands because mm -hmm. because he makes a distinction around white bodies black bodies and police bodies and 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 policemen um I pointed this out to someone or um, the the very first uh, police, uh, uh, what do you call it, police system, uh, police force in the U.S. was in Virginia way back in the, I don't know, what was that, like the 1700s, I think. Don't quote me on that. I didn't I didn't look up the date. Um, <laughs> but um, when when they looked for um, a system of, um, you know, codes on which to build their policing framework, they looked to the slave codes of Barbados, my home country, mm -hmm. that the British had established as a form of how do we control these slaves in captivity and the runaway slaves? Here's how we're going to police them. So Virginia, America's first police force somewhere in Virginia, took those codes and built their policing uh, cradles, their policing um, um, philosophies around those and and the the underlying philosophies can have continued to remain in their in their policing um so but you say but police a lot of them their motto is like serve and protect yeah that was there from the beginning too but who were they serving and right. who were they protecting those people from right. Right. So, yeah. so, so, so the, the, the consciousness of policing, the consciousness of policing as something that is there to control um, the presence of certain bodies and react violently to the presence of certain bodies more than other bodies um, is that's in the policing consciousness, regardless of the race or ethnicity of the police officer. 
Um, that's that's built that's baked into the training um, as as right. well. So so yes, you can have five black police officers beat a black man to death because that's the that's what the consciousness of policing says. Comes from the early 1700s. They were slave patrols. Yes. Yes. And uh, they they the um, when you look at the history of um, you know the origins of modern day policing, it was their mission was to establish a system of terror and squash slave uprisings um, with the capacity to pursue, apprehend, and return runaway slaves to their owners. Yes. And so they were empowered and and instructed to use excessive force um and any 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 means to control and get the desired behavior right and then when we have the again that that those racist tropes of the black body is one that's uh stronger and can handle more pain so therefore Mm -hmm. the 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 consciousness of policing says we gotta we can't wait otherwise we will be at harm we gotta put we gotta put them down Right. Yeah. And, it, and it doesn't matter if it's a, a small, frail black body, as in the case of Elijah Blaine. It doesn't matter. Like, it's a black body. We got to put it down quick. And that's the yeah. consciousness of policing that, yeah. you know, you you are in policing long enough or that's that's what you're taught. Even mm-hmm. if you're not taught explicitly, you're taught that. Um, and um, that's 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 what's internalized. So that's that's why we can get that. That's why we can can see and 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 thankfully thankfully they were all arrested um we had the case in baltimore when freddie gray was was uh murdered at the hands of police as well and uh some of those officers were also black um so so when it comes to to police bodies you know take uh, take take race take race of the officers out of the equation and realize that the police and bodies are are kind of yeah. like their own subset and yes, read if you haven't read my grandmother's hands yet, please, please read that book. It will um, Well, it's the yeah, it's the bias of police mentality yeah. and outdated judicial precedents. So it's that, you know, the bias and and everything you just said, the you know, um what do I have to do to put the person down? Um and and in you know, there's the biological response to that as well, that the, you know, the, the chemicals running through, um, you know, the body and the brain hooked, you know, the brain gets hooked and, and because there's this bias of police mentality of do whatever, you know, use whatever means are necessary to bring the person down. The brain is now in that, um, that, um, I I forget what, the word is but the you know the brain is in that mode of just of annihilate mm-hmm. you know um yeah because that was i i had to i wondered when i first saw the arrest um what conversations would look like because all five of the officers were black yeah and um and largely our conversations not, when i say our i don't necessarily mean you and i but our you know in our society when we talk about um you know, the problems, um, you know, the police mentality and the structure of police departments and the history of it, it's very often in a context of, as you said, the white officer and the black um, right. suspect. Um, and then, you know, and the suspect is a black man and or black young man, who, but dies. And there's this always, um, 
conversations generally white officer black yeah. victim i mean that was that was my first that was my first reflexive instinct when i heard you know black man dies in the hands of police officer after another bus traffic stop yeah. that was the first image in my mind as well and then as i deep dived into the story and i realized police officers were black i was like oh okay that might be a little different but it tracks <laughs> it's still, yes, it still tracks. it does but you have to you know as long you know in understanding the history like what is what is policing what's the roots for policing and right. it's just you know like when we talk about white body supremacy cultural norms we've all been socialized drank the same water yes so we we all you know have you know carry carry those norms within us unconscious you know and um uh and and just because someone is not a you know identifies as a white body doesn't mean that there's not necessarily you know some behavior that is um you know a white body supremacy cultural norm like that yes. sense of urgency and production and output or perfectionism yeah. or yeah black black people can be anti-black we mentioned we mentioned kanye yeah. west earlier yes yes <laughs> right yes. that that is that is a thing that is a thing um let's wrap up with something a little more uplifting you wanted to talk about sam smith i did um just because i um i love their work um the the music i just love the the music um and sam is um so sam identifies as he's 30 years old and he's been i think he or they just see there um the the re this is the other reason i want to talk about it is <laughs> sam smith is a musician and fabulous musician and uh their latest album is out um uh in 2014 sam had a smash hit it's called stay with me uh sam is british um and that i think he was you know 22 or whatever then sam is now 30 years old and really and identifies as non-binary with the pronouns they and them which is why you hear me tripping over my pronouns um because the physically looks you know the heteronormative you know male um with facial hair and um anyway i wanted to talk about sam and just and bring that forward because their latest album and um song uh is just fabulous and it's about authenticity and it's about being who you really are like in all your glory and 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 they're being very the entire album is really vulnerable and um singing and and engaging the conversation about body image uh and sam's own struggles around that um as a child he had uh um dinomastia which is where there's extra breast tissue um and so uh was bullied horribly in school wound up having surgery i think uh their parents did that but but it's just a it's just a wonderful album and it's really speaking to me because i have my own struggles with body image and um just you know learning to just be who you are i, I don't know that i'd even go so far as to say um you know loving who you are but just you know the acceptance and and all of you is welcome here and if you're not familiar with sam smith go to wherever you get your music um you know spotify or 
um, iTunes and uh, just look it up. Okay, look up Sam, will we'll do. I'm I'm not a I'm not a huge musical fan. I know who he is, um, mm. but they. Um, they sorry, did it myself. See? Uh, I, know. I I I know who they are, um, but it's a singular person. So should it be they is? I know who they is. No, they are. They are. I just, right? Yeah. I know I know who they are and I know who they are more because of this than the actual music. And that's just because, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a huge pop music fan, you know, straight uh, up, straight up pop music. So that's that's the only reason yeah. that I'm not a, you know, but well, I'll take I a listen. I'll take, I'll well, take a listen. I confess it's not actually the whole album, but there are songs on it that that I really like. And and some of it's the, perfectly OK. The yeah. Well, is I'm anyone, sitting here. Does anyone put out an album anymore that that we like no, all their songs? That's, well, that's why I, that's what I love about <laughs> things like Pandora or Spotify, <laughs> iTunes. I get to pick and choose. So I mean, I'll and be Sam honest. will be at the Grammys uh-huh. performing, and I just uh, the story. It's the story yeah. of you know a non-binary person, um, and you know just He's, being, he, being he, they 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 are great representation. And a, yeah, and 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 really screaming, you know, sort of to like wrap up, like put a neat bow on what all these stories have in common. We're sharing today is that everyone deserves to be in all the spaces. Yes, <laughs> you know, yeah. and 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 if if someone being in the space that we're in makes us uncomfortable, we get to check ourselves. We get to dig in and ask, why is that making? What about them? Let and then let's let's learn about them. Let's learn about us. Learn their story. Learn how it relates to our story. Learn the ways that we have been unintentionally or intentionally um, making the space unsafe for them. And knowing that by doing that, we are also doing ourselves harm um, along along the way. So so that whole collaborative idea of dismantling oppression has you know begins with the recognition of everyone belongs in all the spaces yeah yeah so he, he right. does sorry or uh, they sorry they um i guess i was uh when i think about it there's one there that uh, it's called gloria and he actually they actually recorded it in a cathedral so ooh. there's like the choir singing yeah and there's some r&b you know again I'm not every is there, song is, i'm sorry is Please don't tell me it's a black horror because I'm like, I'm, no, I'm kind of, no. okay. Because, you know, no, white, it's more white singers with the black choirs is like, uh, no, no, it's more okay. of that when you think about a choir in a cathedral kind of sound. Uh-huh. Um, it's that, you know, more, oh, so more like a high more, church sort of. Yeah, more, um, okay. Co- more of a choral experience, yes, not a gospel yeah. experience. Yep. Yep. And, and, okay. and kind of, yeah. All right. Okay. Classical. Yeah. I will, I will, um, I will, I will, I will take a listen. I'll take a listen. Yeah. But I just wanted to celebrate the, uh, yeah. who, you know, coming, coming forward and really, and taking up the space you're in. That's taking up the like space you're in. Exactly. And, yeah, and standing so. there and boldly declaring, I belong here too. Yeah. Um, all right. So good for you, Sam. I'll take a listen. I will, I yeah. will, I will, I will take a listen and, and let you know what I think about it next thing. Uh, we are together. And the next time we will be together on With Love and Justice for All will be on Monday, I believe. Um, Tuesday? Tuesday, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) 
unless unless life says otherwise. See, I I messed up because because this week we recorded our episode late late Monday night, and mm-hmm. I was like, wait, when was the last time we did this Monday? Oh, but we usually record on Tuesday. So as long as everything goes as planned, and you know the joke, how do you make God laugh? Tell her your plans. Uh, unless as long as everything goes on plan, we will be back here recording on uh, Tuesday. Um, around three ish between three three thirty we'll get started eastern time you can watch us live stream on facebook or you can listen to us after the fact that all the podcast platforms like apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify stitcher uh amazon music uh wherever wherever you get podcasts and again spread the word let your friends know about us that um, especially if you have friends that belong to spiritual communities and spiritual seekers have them listen so that they can they can bring some conversations to their spaces around not just safety but around um, dismantling the systems of oppression that exist in those spaces. Because trust me, if there are white bodies in there, those systems exist. And frankly, if there are any bodies, because like you say, it is the culture and the water that we all drink. So yeah, we 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 have these systems set up, and we don't maybe even know we're perpetuating them. So tell your yeah. friends they can also listen online. On the old school interwebs at with love and justice for all dot podbean dot com. Um, um, head over to projectsanctus.com to uh, donate to our cause and also to find out about all the other things we have going. Um, and remember, you can still join our book group, and the author of the book American Detox, Carrie Kelly, will be here with us on the final night of book group. Which date is that? February 7th, I believe. Yep, February 7th. We're there February 7th. If you haven't read the book, it doesn't matter. Uh, come yeah. come join us and yep. um, and listen. you can you can have yeah. conversations with her as well. And she'll also be on the podcast at some point. So that's it for now. Thank you for joining us on this journey of of uh creating a world of love, justice, and equity for all. And until we meet again, let's get our holy on. Oh,